that's the sound of the water. We are bubbling away around the water cooler for today's episode of House of Dragon, the first one. My name's Anthony. I'm joined by Sevi. Sevi, man, how you going? Mate, I'm good as always. Good as always. Always good. Fantastic. Um, so this is the new Game of Thrones series spin-off from HBO. Um, lots of money been thrown at this one, obviously. And it's all set around the Fire and Blood books that kind of press... Oh, it's the Targaryen prequel, I guess. The, the, yeah. It's kind of how we're going there. Not the start of them. Not the, not the end. It's sort of towards the end, isn't it? I think it is. We're going yeah, we're it. seeing the f- the fall of the Targaryens. Pretty much, yeah. We're seeing what kind of brought them down. Um, which I would have rather seen the beginning. Yeah. See, I I would have liked to see that would have made for a better show when they left the um, the Isles because th- they left because their whole like everywhere they lived was surrounded by lava and sinking essentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that'd be cool. Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And they're like, oh, we can just fly over there and conquer that place instead. Um, Aegon the Conqueror. And we still don't get to see um, Baylor, you know, the really big dragon that we saw the big dragon skull for. Uh, we saw the big skull. We saw his skull. We didn't get to see him alive, you know? No. Um, I, they're the things I was hoping for, but there are... What's this set? Like 172 years before the birth of Daenerys. Yeah. I think is what Something where like it that, started. Yeah. Obviously, it'll jump. We're going to get a time jump. Yes, yeah, so we're getting little time jumps there. So I don't know if they're going to go only forward. I don't know if they're going to go back at all to show stuff that happened because the books do. So this has kind of jumped in about halfway through the Targaryen's history. The episode is currently sitting at an eight point nine. Which surprises me a little bit. I think that's a bit. little steep. Mm. Little steep. A little high. Um, look, as far as production quality goes with, you know, probably CGI aside, all your sets looked looked awesome. Yeah, we'll put CGI far aside, I yeah. think, on that one. But it felt good to be, like, back in the world of of Westeros. Yeah, you knew as soon as, as soon as it started, you knew where you were. That said. You're like, okay, we're here. And then you had about a billion name drops to different houses. And I'm like, okay, the first couple were okay. I don't think we need to keep going. We know where we are. Yeah, uh, the Branthians and... Yeah, it's like, we, we know. We, we get it. We understand. Mm. We caught it the first three times. It's okay. Don't need to do it again. The jousting competition was cool, though. Seeing them all lined up. That was, that was awesome. All the different ones, especially... So like- the first ep, the start of the first ep, it was just... It was by well, first ep. It's the only ep. It was very slow. Yeah, they've got a lot to... Like the first half, it was like very, very slow. This is the difference. I didn't find the first episode of Game of Thrones slow. No, I was hooked from the first day. I'd say I would... If this... If if I didn't know what this was, Hmm. and I watched that first episode, I was like, okay, it's not for me. See, I think like the difference between <laughs> I, would have, I, would, I would have turned it off halfway. I would have been like, oh, "This is boring." Is they've got so many characters to introduce you to, but the first episode of Game of Thrones did it by having the um, Baratheon slash uh, Lannisters meet the Starks. Yeah, and in that moment, you you got to meet because you were seeing them meet each other through each other's eyes. Yeah, it was that's right. the Starks were that's getting right. explained who the Lannisters are. And and Branthian, etc. You you 
get told that um, Ned and Robert have a history, you see all that happening and you're like, okay, well, I see what's going on here. Yeah, this was just sort of name drop, name drop, name drop, name drop, name drop. Yeah. And it's like, okay. But you weren't getting... And then flash, 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 there they are. And it's like, who was who? I saw a flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but who was who? Like, is this going to be important? I don't know if it is. Um, <laughs> that's the hard thing with it, that, isn't it? Um, so the main characters we need to really on. follow on this one are King Viserys, the first. Yep. Um, uh, Rhea, who is um, the young princess that uh, Millie Olcott plays. Yep. And uh, Alicent Hightower. So that was the daughter of the hand, Otto Hightower. Yeah. Um, they kind of... Oh, don't forget about Damon as well. Oh, Damon as well, of course, yeah. He's going to be a massive... I think he's going to be a bigger part than anyone in this show. Um, he, I don't believe Matt Smith with a blonde wig. His voice is what got me. I, it's his, fa- his face. Mm. Like the... His facial structure and then the long blonde wig. I'm like, it doesn't doesn't work. Yeah, it doesn't gel. His accent wasn't. If you know his what I mean, accent wasn't like, selling me. I was like, you don't belong here with that accent. Um, oh, I'm fine with his acting. Uh, but no, just, no, the, yeah, ac- it's acting, the way he looks no, is just the acting was fine. The accent when he spoke normally, I was like, oh, that's that does like no one else here has that accent. Where'd you get that from? Like for some some reason the um. Uh, what's his name? Corliss. Mm. The 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 big the big black dude with he the cool. blonde hair. He looked wicked. Like that suits him, yeah. but Matt Smith with it doesn't work. I don't know what it is. Everyone else with blonde hair looks fine. Yeah. Matt Smith doesn't work. Yeah. It, it just doesn't work. I don't understand. No, I um, what is it in I do my have head to, that it just doesn't I work. I have to say though, I while his accent when he was speaking English jarred me a little bit. I loved him speaking. Um, Oh god, it's just gone. Uh, the the Targaryen kind of speak that the, the dialect, you know, the old. Um, oh man, it's 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 absolutely just lost me. But you know, when they speak their own, yeah, I'm not going to be able to help you with that. I got no. They idea. speak their own language essentially. Um, I thought you're more of a, a, a Game of Thrones connoisseur than yeah, all yeah. But I loved his his dialect when you're speaking it was awesome. Did you watch Game of... When Game of Thrones came out, did you watch it from the start? No, I got on about season four. That's... Me too. Yeah. Season four was just about to start and I started... what I was off work and I decided, you know what, I'll watch... I'll just watch. I was bored and I was, I'll just watch. Yeah, pretty much. So I'll give it the three episode treatment. Yeah, I... um. And then, bam, I was hooked from the first one. I'm like, this is amazing. I had, had <laughs> a lot of people telling me to watch it and I was like, oh, I don't know if I can really get into something like this. It wasn't really my But the funny house. thing with it was, I then watched up to waiting for season four and the missus had seen me watching it. She's like, what's this? And then I started watching it and she, I showed her some bits. She's like, oh, I need to watch this. So we went back and rewatched the whole lot again. Well, that's like um my... It started it again. My missus had told me to watch it and she'd watched, I think, the first two seasons um, yeah. and stopped for whatever reason. And then I'd, um, I'd wrecked my knee. So done my ACL. So I was off work for a little bit. Um, so I just started smashing Game of Thrones because all I could do was sit on the couch. Yeah. And then same thing. So it was right before season four started. I was like, oh, I'll give it a go. And I was like, oh, this is really good. She's like, yeah, I told you, I told you. And then like, I kind of went further than her. And I was like, it's still good. So then I had to wait for her 
to watch. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I was like, ah, okay, well, now we're going this. And then literally finished, I think, the week um, season four dropped, which, yeah. And then um, while waiting for, I think, season five or six, I went and read the books. Um, oh, nice. And then went a bit deeper into it there. Um, which, you know. Yeah, that is something I will never do. They, I mean, we may never do it because he may never actually finish writing these books. We're still waiting for It'll the last never one. Be finished. I'm, I'm, look, I'm at, the more we wait, the more I'm convinced that that last season actually finished the way he wanted it to, just like a condensed version. And it got so much hate I d- that he went, oh, I don't know what to do now. And it's just left it. <laughs> he's just not, he's not going to. There's no need for him to finish it now. There's, there's just no need. But he's got other things he can do. There's, but instead, no he can walk to, around being like, "Oh, that was sucked. that wasn't what I had planned. What I had planned was awesome." Yeah, that's I'm right. not telling you what I had planned though, but it was awesome. No, you'll have to wait and see. Anyway, look at this <laughs> epic sonnet I've written set in this time. Like, why, why? Just write the story if you've got it, man. Jeez. Anyway, um, he does. Hey, eh? like, is he is he one of the writers on this? Uh, well, it's based off his book. Okay. Because he wrote um, Fire and Blood and the Fall of the House Targaryen and all that kind of stuff. Um, yep, yep, yep. Because this is what he does. Like, and this is what I mean. Like, we've been waiting for him to write this last book for 12 years, I think, now. And in that time, he's like, oh, well, instead of that, I'm going to write a complete history of the Targaryens. And I'm going to write, like, all about the the Fall of Man Sorry, the um the ascent of man, the fall of the the northlings, and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and you're like, no, that's nice, but instead of just like stoking all this, how about just finishing? Just just finish it. That'd be nice. Anyway, um, yeah, the the writer of it is Ryan Condal. What's he done? Now he's done. What's he wrote? Um, Hercules with. DJ. Ooh, really? Rampage. DJ. Yeah. He did the, that TV series Colony. Do you remember that? No. With um Josh Holloway and Sarah Wayne Callis? No. They're, I think it's the people are separated into certain parts of the city and there's aliens and stuff. They're all in separate colonies, essentially. Hence the name. Hmm. It wasn't bad, it wasn't great, but it wasn't wasn't a bad show. It's rated seven point three, so it's not too bad. <laughs> but it finished. Yeah, of course. It finished in two thousand eighteen. So he's got some decent, got a decent bit, numbers a under it. Going on the background here. <laughs> um, he's doing Highlander as well. Oh, righto. Well, that's actually and funny. That's with Henry, isn't a, it? Like, that's with Henry. Yeah. Um, what's funny is the um. You get a what's the word crossover? A lot of characters from different projects, and in this one, yeah. it's a lot of people who are in Outlander. Oh yes, popping up. Yep, in yep, this. yep. Um, can I just say, Reese Ivans as Otto Hightower? I love that man. I think he is so good. Mm. Like he is, good. and and not just because of the awesome lizard he did. You're. No, you're only saying it because he's fought me. That's what I mean, the awesome lizard he did. 
Um, <laughs> Dr. Connors. No, no, Reese Fans, he was awesome. And he was in this because he had that real like light and shade of I want to help versus I've got my own agenda, which is everyone in in Game of Thrones essentially. <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. So he's exactly. he's pushing his daughter to try and further the Hightower name. Which we saw. Oh, him I want to see. You yeah. know, go put on your dead mother's dress and go sleep with the king. I want to see Graham McTavish just rip people apart with a sword. Well, we know he um, he he's playing Sir Harold Westling. He yeah. does do more, so we're looking forward to seeing him do more. That's good. Um, now there is a time jump coming, so we are going to see the main two princess or the princess and. Alison Hightower aged up. Yep. But I think it's going to be back and forward kind of thing. Yeah, well, from the look of it, both actresses who play the princess are um, in 10 episodes each. But I didn't see the aged up version in the first episode. Yeah, I didn't either. So she's credited for 10. Yeah. Whereas Olivia Cook, who plays the older um, Alison Hightower... Um, yeah. from Ready Player One fame, if you remember that. Um, nope. She is on nine episodes apparently, so yeah. Which makes sense because if it starts next episode, then that's that makes perfect sense. Just saw here, we're also going to get um, a Lannister pop-up, which will be interesting. Um, always good to see a Lannister in, involved. Um, so the High Towers in the world of Game of Thrones, um, she's actually related to uh, the Tyrells. So she's like the great, yeah, right. aunt, great, 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 great aunt of um, Marjorie. Yep. Which is funny because they kind of look like they've got similar arcs going on. You know, if you can't be powerful, marry someone powerful. Yeah. So that's, um, yeah. That's the listens kind of thing. So we're gonna get like they're they're setting it up here to show that we're gonna get like the big Targaryen civil war and the fall of the Targaryens. So kind of looking forward to that. It's all gonna be downhill, basically. I Pretty think. much. Um, it's all a downhill ride. Now we said the start was a bit slow. Best parts though, obviously the jousting, right? That was so good and real as well. They real. did it so well. Like that was really. I like the speed reloading aspect they added to it. Of the yeah. you've got to get to the end, grab it, and go. Just secure, you miss up, you mess your grab, yeah. then. Uh oh. That was that was good. Um, it's such a brutal sport. I dude. love the commentator too. Just like brutal. is that like a wrestling commentator when Damon gets knocked out? Oh, and Damon has taken it to the mat. <laughs> he wants vengeance. <laughs> I was like, and then just rips his sword out, like, Ta-da. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he is not done with him yet. <laughs> that was brilliant. Um, no, you got made yield, mate. The entire time, like after he made him yield, were you just thinking he's going to smack in the back of the head now? Oh, I thought that's what he was going to do. Yeah, I said in the midst, I'm like, he's going to stab him, kill him. He'll have a little knife and he'll just go. Sk-. Yeah, I thought it'd be all, and all then just a cheer, brutal and like, blow or something. Or it's like, oh man. But no, he was. He lost with grace, I guess. Yeah, which, if anyone knows the history of Damon, that's that's interesting. That's rare. So, 
um, no, I like I liked Matt Smith more than I thought I would, if I'm honest. I like see, it looks weird with your hair, but I thought he he brought something to his scenes. Yeah, well, he's a great actor. Mm. Like he really is. He's a great actor. And same with um, Patty Con- Considine. Very, very good. Uh, who plays King Viserys. You could see he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. Yeah. Like, yeah even yeah. like every scene he was in. It's like, are you going through stuff in real life? Or? Yeah, that's what I mean. Like every scene <laughs> he's hunched and it's getting to him. And like the portrayal of that, I thought, oh man, that is awesome. Um, when he's sitting there and he, he yells at the council for trying to plan his, his, his future essentially. He's like, you know, my wife and... And child are not even cold. Oh, that was so brutal! And you and the crows are already picking it. There. Yeah, it's like wow. How good was that? Wow. And what's cool as well is because, like, we're so like this ties into it is we're seeing him getting nicked by the Iron Throne, like little little yeah. cuts that aren't healing and they're festering. Uh, now there's a couple of like you know reasons that could be. Um, one of which could be that the maesters who are actually very close to Hightower yeah. um, may not be treating him the right way. I'm just going to say it's a poor choice to make a throne that you got to sit on out of swords. Yeah, yeah. That's very silly. But they were like poor design. You remember, take it back to the take it back to the drawing board. It was all board. symbolic though. So it was all the swords that were surrendered to uh, King Aegon. When he first cool, took make over. a statue out of it. Don't make a chair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumb on you. <laughs> very sharp. Um, but the, very, very the sharp. other idea is that you're supposed to be steady and in control, and confident to be able to sit like on a, a chair, like a bed of nails. That's what I mean. So eventually, essentially, if you're confident with your decisions and you're a strong leader, you don't get cut on that chair because you don't fidget, you don't move, you sit there and you're, you know what you're doing. I'd be, I'd be screwed. <laughs> I fidget all the time. I'm done. Back. I can't sit still for longer than five seconds. Like my ass would be so cut yeah. up. <laughs> There's just blood everywhere. I'm dead. Mine would be like, my hands. I'd be so like sit picking at stuff. Like, oh, oh no, I shouldn't touch that. I've touched that four I'll times. I'll forget now. where I'm sitting and move my arm really quick, yeah. and then oh no, now I've got a gash on my arm. It's like oh, you no. drop something and reach for it really fast, and be like oh no. Oh help! Yeah. <laughs> it's game over for me. Literally, it's not like Game of Thrones. You've, it's you've game lost over. the Game of Thrones. Um, <laughs> But that's so. What that's kind of showing us as well is that um, Viserys maybe isn't the, a strong leader that Westeros needs. How dare you? How dare you? How dare you? I know. Um, but that's you? the thing, and and unfortunately, that's Viserys summed up is that he's a peaceful king. He doesn't want conflict, and he does everything he can to avoid it. He needs to be a Stark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you noticed that they just basically, it's just, they just, winter is coming. Yeah. We're winter, we're, winter's coming again. It's always coming. Winter's always yeah, coming. Winter finally came. It was for like a year and it was the worst. Like, season. it's like, are you, are you legit just rehashing the same story that we've already seen before? The, um, well, the Song of Ire, fi, Iron, uh, sorry, Ice. Fire and Ice. Uh, fire and Ice. <laughs> Ire, Ire, yeah. Um, Iron is ice. obviously the, the series we watched. And they gave us that little thing of, a Targaryen needs to be on the throne when that happens to unite men. Are we going to see White Walkers? I don't know. 
I kind of hope so. In this, like, is it is it any big threat? Like, that's what I want to know. Is there a big threat in this? Because if there's no threat, I'm probably not going to watch it. Because well, the th- why would I? Yeah, the, the threat is more that it's a civil war. So this is going to be more, I think, political intrigue kind of thing. Who can you trust? So it's just dragons fight dragons. Uh, when it gets to the big stuff, probably. But right now, it's more who's plotting against who, who's all that kind of stuff, you know. What's everyone's motives? Yeah, right. All that kind of stuff. Because, well, I mean, all right. So it's not it's not really spoiling anything because that's the whole idea of the show. I think it's that um, Alison Hightower is gonna. We saw her get pushed towards Kings Viserys, so they marry, and yep. she produces a male heir for him, and everyone believes, or half of the kingdom believes, that that male heir has more right to the throne. Than Princess Rayana. Yeah, right. Who he, you know, legitimized and said, she is my heir. But the bloodlines obviously mean that this child has more of a. So it's like Stannis. Stannis's bloodline meant that he had more of a right to the throne than Joffrey. Yeah, right. But it's like, yeah, kind of the other way around. So yeah, that that's kind of where we're at. So it's kind of that same thing. It's Stannis versus Joffrey, but this is Princess Rhaena versus it'll be um, Viserys's son, which I think is Viserys too. No, Ar- Argon. I think Argon. Anyway, we're going to find out. Um, and then that's it's that kind of splits the all the like Targaryens, but also the kingdom. Into half yeah. following one, half following the other. So yeah, that's where we're heading. Nice. I think that that's probably wrap it up. Well, we don't know. We hope. Uh, I mean, that's where we'll the book went. Happens, you know? Um, but yeah. So, like I said, we've got Olivia Cook and Emma Darcy coming to age up and hopefully go to Alcock. I'm sorry, I I was really excited to see Millie Alcock because she was in a show, an Australian show with Tim Minchin called Upright. And she yep. was very good. And I thought, oh, she's she's a great actress. It's going to be good. I didn't think she was as good as this. And that, I don't know. I was like, oh, that's a bit annoying. But <laughs> hopefully her grown-up is a bit better, her, her grown self. Um, I'm sure we shall find Actually, out. we talked about something beforehand that I did want to touch on here. The... Caesarean scene. My God, that was brutal. That, yeah. Like, that was almost hard to watch, yeah. brutal. It wasn't great, like was my, it? Um, my partner couldn't watch it. She was like, no, nah, I, can't, I can't do this. So she kind of... Why not? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's she's been through childbirth. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... It's not real. It's TV. You know, I tried to tell her. I'm like, look, I just saw a guy's... Yeah, penis get cut off. I have a penis. <laughs> That's... That's right. Um, I still watched it with joy. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Knowing that it wasn't my penis getting cut off. Jeez, that was, no, it's hard to watch. Hard to watch. Um, <laughs> and some of those scenes were, but I did like the juxtaposition between the cesarean and the jousting. And uh, they kept cutting between them, being like, this is the man's battlefield and this is a woman's battlefield. And they're both deadly um, in this yeah, world yeah, yeah. kind of thing. That was, it was a cool little interplay that I thought that was whoever directed this, that was directed really well. Um. But yeah, anyway, episode two comes out 
Sunday there, Monday here. I think Monday morning it's for yeah, us. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, tom- is it tomorrow? Uh, Monday, Monday morning for us. Monday morning. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's su- day, Sunday so. night for them. Um, yeah. I don't mind having something on a Monday. It's gonna. Well, we got nothing on a Monday, so it's that's good. what I mean. It gives you something at the start of the week because, like, when everything drops on Wednesday, like, oh man, you start the these. week off, and then hopefully it gets better from yeah, there. We'll see how it goes. Um, all right, cheers, join us, guys. That's it. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.